You know, there are moments that happen in life. I don't know if they're, I mean, there's little ones all the time, but there's big moments. A moment when we know if we had said this thing, we would have expressed our deepest truth. Or if we had asked this thing, we would have received help from those who love us. Or if we had um, paid attention to what we felt, we would find ourselves move into actions, like actions of compassion or caring or service or, or doing something for another. There are moments. They often call it a, um, a window of opportunity. And um, it's a good thing for us to try to become more aware of them and also to be super honest in admitting when we missed one. Super honest, not to shame ourselves or to feel silly guilt, but just to recognize, oh, I missed that. And, and perhaps by doing that, we become more alert and aware that we don't want to miss them in the future. So we hear this reading, the first reading today, and uh, Balaam is, is he's providing an oracle, a, a, a future look at where Israel and Judah are going to be. And the reason is because he paid attention to the moment. He received it and he was open. And then he goes about speaking it. And at least two full times he talks about uh, hearing what the Almighty hears and seeing what God sees and knowing what God knows. And you might ask yourself, can, is that possible? Can we see what God sees? Can we hear what he hears and know what God knows? And I say, absolutely especially because of the Christ who came into the world to give us that ability to connect with God in the most human and divine ways. This, this is really what this is. This is a human divine event. Imagine putting bread on an altar and a cup of wine and saying, this is the body and blood of Christ. This is a, a mixing of the human and divine. Now, I don't do this. I haven't been doing this for months because it's just one more step. But during the preparation of the gifts, usually after the bread is uh, lifted up and prayed over and the wine is lifted up and prayed over, the priest also puts a drop of water. And this, there's this prayer that he says in silence about the, the humanity and the divinity of God mixing right here. And that's what this is. It's a, it's a very human thing, these little rituals that we do, but expressing a divine belief, this moment in time, that we do every time we celebrate the Eucharist. We recognize that God is in this. He's, he's signifying his presence and, and God is coming into our life in a way and we will even go so far as to eat and drink of it. Now the pain of this day in this, these readings is that the, the, the chief priests and the elders, those are the ones who should have known. When the chief priests and the elders don't know what's going on, you got a problem. And there they were meeting the Christ who was bringing them into the messianic time and they, they could not see it, they would not see it, they refused to see it. And so that would be bad enough. But they do what, what people who are duplicit do, that people who are sneaks, people who aren't, aren't very honest. They ask a question of Jesus and they really had uh, uh, no interest in his answer except to maybe be able to judge him further. So they ask the question, by what authority are you doing these things? Come on, own up. Tell us. Who gave you this authority? We want to know. Tell us. And Jesus saw right through them. He was 
just exquisite at this. He could look at people and know their thoughts and know their heart. And we do that too. You know, when you know somebody who's not a very honest person, you ask them something and then they start to give you what we call BS, which I can't translate, but you know what I'm talking about. They give you some BS. And you see right through it and you say, they're not real. They're not honest. And so they gave the BS question. And when Jesus turns around and says, okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you by what authority if you tell me where was John's baptism from? Was it heavenly or was it of human origin? Hmm, now they were on the spot. Here was their moment, their window of opportunity where they could have come clean. And they could have even they could have even declared their fear of, of responding to him. You know, Jesus, we we hear that people say you are somebody special, but well, uh, how are we to know this? You know, they, they could have dug, but they didn't. They hid in their fear and ignorance. <clears throat> to me, um, as we approach the fourth Sunday, where we'll always we hear the 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 you know the pre-story of Mary, and know that five days after this, in this case, this week, this year, uh, we will move right into the feast of incarnation. So we embrace Mary and her pregnancy and her waiting um, because it's foretelling what's about to be realized in the Feast of Christmas. And as we approach that, the scriptures get a little more, to me, a little more intimate. Because this is intimate stuff to say that we hear what the Almighty hears. We see what God sees. We know what God knows. And my proof is this. If today you see a person in distress, uh, someone living outside the, the tents under almost any freeway overpass, um, the, 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 what I think must be loneliness and, and uh, despair and feeling completely cut off from everyone, and, and imagine that person and some of what they're feeling. We will, we, because we're people of faith. We're, we're sensitized. We're not desensitized. We may not know what to do. We may be afraid to do something, but we're sensitized. And we look at it. We see with the eyes of God. We hear with the ears of God. We know what God knows in that moment. We know how inhuman and how sad our society to allow those things to happen, that we've not found solutions. We put people on the moon, but we can't feed our hungry. We can't make sure that everybody has some kind of a roof over their head. Could we not provide tents with four um, um, walls around them and with an artificial little heater in it to, just to take care of people during the time? Give them a, a cot? Provide parking lots and, and places for people? Could, of course we could. But we don't sometimes see with the eyes of God and hear with the ears of God and know what God knows. So these scriptures are so vital for us because even though I believe that we're here because we tend in that direction, not perfectly, not always, but we tend in the direction of seeing, hearing, and knowing. But this calls us again deeper. And each year, I always say it's my 70th year, I'm uh, I know I do this and know this better than I did 10 years ago or 20 years ago. I know 
that I know what God thinks and see what he sees and hears what he hears better than 10 years ago. I know just because 10 years, just because of illness, just because of fragility, just because I'm, I'm an old booger, you know, I just am, you know. I know, and I know I do it better, and I'm grateful to God for that. But we never, never can stop growing. We never, never can stop being graced by God. And this is grace today to ask us, do we see, do we know, do we want to see, do we want to know? And hopefully, hopefully and gratefully, our answer will be yes.